Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. Som Gedalia. First JM in the AM of the year. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
reverencia, sing with me.
J.M. in the A.M. Yishai Rebo with Maloch. Words we say uh, during the high holidays. The Yamim no Royim. Uh, before that, you heard uh, Yishai Rebo with Ochila. Words we say on the high holidays. <laughs> the Yamim no Royim. Eitan Katz and Laman Chosh, Makolainu from Dvekis, Yaakov Shweki with both Lachaim and the Wonder of Life, Mayor Sherman with Modaani and Meloich, Barosh Hashanah done by Mordechai Ben David, and of course Regesh, Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning, we say a good year, we say happy, healthy, and sweet new year, and we say an easy fast to all. Today is Tzom Gedalia, a week from today is Yom Kippur. So a couple of Thursdays where we're fasting, and I hope no matter where you are, your fast is going well. In Israel, you're in the early part of the afternoon. In Australia, I'm assuming the fast is already over. And here on the eastern uh, coast of the United States, we're uh, minutes before 7 a.m., got about another, I don't know, 13-plus hours before this fast comes to an end. Hope your Rosh Hashanah was amazing. I hope the start of the brand-new year was amazing. In this era of hearing every piece of news from everywhere around the world, uh, we're always going to hear some uh, challenging news after Yuntif. Uh We heard about the tragedy in Florida. We heard about the tragedy in Uman. Um, but nonetheless, we have to sometimes focus on the, uh, on the positive, on the majority of, uh, of what has happened in our community worldwide. And in this case, I hope everybody had or at least the majority, had a wonderful Rosh Hashanah, an incredible Chag. Um, Some of the people that had been affected by the terrible flooding over the last couple of weeks, I know that for them, in many ways, the Chag, the holiday, was a respite from a difficult time, and they had an opportunity to uh, focus on on what's really important in life. Uh, relationship with family, relationship with the one above. So whatever the situation is that you're in, especially now as we are speaking to a lot of regions of the world that are still in a COVID-heavy situation, no matter what the situation is that you're in, I hope that the Chag, I hope that Rosh Hashanah was a fulfilling one, a spiritually uplifting one, and the one that you'll remember with great fondness. I want to thank the new Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island for the I'd have to think about this. I think it's the 30, was it the 38th consecutive year? I don't know why I didn't count over Yuntif. Why didn't I count over Yuntif? <laughs> I believe it was the 38th consecutive year. Um, I could look it up and see exactly. Uh, let's see, according to this, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Another 10 is 17. Another 10 is uh, 27. Wow. Another 10 is 37. Yeah, this was the 38th year in a row that I've had the privilege of leading the services at the New Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island. My thanks to Rabbi Siegel. My thanks to President Greenberg. My thanks to uh, treasurer and coordinator of all seats, Mr. Steve Siegel, who, thank God, is fine and dandy after a after a very, very difficult uh, experience with Ida. 
with the flood. Baruch Hashem, he's safe and sound, thank God. Um, and again, a big thank you to New Springville Jewish Center. Today is Tzom Gedalia. Today is a fast day. And um, I hope an easy and uh, fast fast for everybody. Uh, today I remind you that all the additions for the Aseris who made Shuva, all the additions that we say in our Tfilot, in our davening, in our liturgy uh, during the 10 days of repentance, starting with Rosh Hashanah Monday night and ending uh, a Thursday night with Ni'ilah, next Thursday night with Ni'ilah, uh, need to be added, whether it's Zachrein Ulochayim or HaMelech HaMishpat or HaMelech HaKadosh and many, many others. <laughs> that are said um, uh, during the 10 days of tshuva, the 10 days of repentance. Shira Malos is said uh, before, um, uh, before Baruch Hu in the morning. Uh, there's a lot to add, so make sure you know uh, what you need to add and what the um, differences and changes are in tefillah, in uh, prayer, in our services during the Aserah Tshuva, during the 10 days of repentance. And I hope that this uh, 10-day period will be a fulfilling one for everybody. And uh, we'll go into Yom Kippur uh, this coming Wednesday night with um, great joy and enthusiasm and great anticipation for the year 5782. It's Thursday on this September the 9th of 2021. Happy birthday to those celebrating birthdays on 9-9. It's the third day in the month of Tishrei, the year 5782. Tufshin Ayin uh, Tufshin Paybays. <laughs> yeah, the Ayans are done. Uh Tufshin Paybays. Today is Som Gedalia. Today is a fast day. And I hope that it's going to be an easy fast and an inspiring one for everybody. 71 degrees with 83% humidity. Winds are west at six miles per hour. Showers, thunderstorms, and overcast weather and a high of 73. Then tonight, rain this evening, clearing overnight. And a low of 64. Tomorrow, sunshine. High temperature Friday, 77 degrees. Shabbat Shuva coming up tomorrow night. 89 right now in Yerushalayim. 71 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Yeah, there's a little fly here in the studio that's driving me nuts. <laughs> One of those challenges for the brand new year. <laughs> anyway, I'll still try to conduct the show as best as possible between now and and 9 a.m. We will do a live lunch today after our regular Thursday programming, which means at 11 a.m. you'll hear us live from our New York City studio. And uh, what you would typically expect on a Thursday, Mark Zomick, God bless him, is preparing and is ready to present at 7 p.m. tonight yet another Erev Shabbos show. Uh, this one, of course, focused on Parshas Vayelach and Shabbos Shuva coming up at 7 p.m. Eastern time and then tomorrow at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time. Here at the Nahum Siegel Network, I got to thank Mark for that. He is uh, he's set to uh, to present yet another amazing show at 7 p.m. tonight. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. I want to thank Mark and Matis who joined me on the air era of Rosh Hashanah on Labor Day to discuss my 38th anniversary here at JM and the AM. I've just started year 39. We've started year 10 of the Nahum Siegel Network. Lots of great uh, milestones, I must say. Lots of great mi- when you're in this for this long, a lot of great milestones continue to pop up, which is an amazing feeling. So thank you, all of our wonderful listeners, for getting me to this point. Much appreciated. I also want to thank those who are supporters of ours. I noticed that before Rosh Hashanah, there were people who insisted on supporting us to keep us going. 
appreciating what it is that we do every single day. Um, and those of you who did that, uh, fjbunity.org, who went to fjbunity.org to do exactly that, I thank you. I thank you very, very much because this was a uh, this was really a, a wonderful look back uh, on a Monday of 38 years. And to know that I still have your attention and still have your generosity is pretty amazing. So thank you and a happy, healthy, and sweet new year to all of our listeners and especially to all of our supporters. More coming up Thursday. It's a fast day. Today is Tzom Gedalia, and you are listening to JM in the AM. Oh, my 
Shame in the AM, Rosh Hashanah medley off of Welcome Back Yom Tov. Thursday morning, Tzom Gedalia. Today is a fast day. This portion of NSN programming, even though it's a fast day, brought to you by our friends at A&H. Thank you to Abels and Hyman and a happy, healthy, and sweet new year to Seth Levin and everybody at the A&H headquarters in New Jersey. Much appreciated. Speaking of early morning, uh, <laughs> early morning eats on a fast day, if it wasn't a fast day, I'd probably be enjoying a cup of Gaia coffee right now. The Gaia coffee roasters are incredible coffee bags that you could use on Sukkis, by the way. Order them now. You'll have them for Sukkis. Sukkis is the 20th of September. Order them now so you have them in time for Sukkis. Go to GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A Coffee.com, G-A-I-A Coffee.com. Order the coffee bags and use promo code radio for a 15% discount. Order the coffee bags, 15% discount with promo code radio, Gaia Coffee, G-A-I-A, GaiaCoffee.com. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Hey, don't forget our friends at Deershoe have the Yomim Narayim video cast up. Go to DeershoeCast.org. DeershoeCast.org. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JNM. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, באולפן ערן אליקים עם מה שקורה עכשיו. השר לביטחון הפנים עומר בר לב ערך לפני שעה קלה סיור בבית הסוהר קציעות בו התפרעו אמש אסירים ביטחוניים. כתבתנו הדס שטייף מעדכנת כי השר פגש את הסוהרים ולוחמי יחידת מצדה שהתעמתו עם הפורעים וביקר באגף בו נשרפו התאים. בסוף הביקור הודה בר לב, אנחנו לאחר אירוע קשה של בריחת אסירים, זהו כישלון, כך לדבריו. נציבת שב"ס לשעבר, רב גונדר בדימוס, אורית אדטו, אומרת ליניר קוזין ביומן הצהריים, ברור לנו כי המחבלים קיבלו סיוע מחוץ לחוטלי בית הסוהר. מידע רלוונטי מתוך בתי הסוהר יוצא לשב"כ, ומידע רלוונטי של השב"כ מגיע למודיעין בתי הסוהר. מסתבר שהיה כאן מידור כל כך חזק של אסירי האגף, של הג'יהאד האיסלאמי. שעלה בידם לעשות את זה גם מול אסירים אחרים כנראה בבית הסוהר וגם מול גורמים בחוץ, הגם שאנחנו יודעים שהיה סיוע מבחוץ. חבר הכנסת רם בן ברק, יושב ראש ועדת החוץ והביטחון, אמר בגלי צה"ל נכשלנו באיסוף המודיעין. היה כאן תחכום כנראה מאוד מאוד גדול. יכול להיות שארגוני הטרור גם יודעים כבר אה, להיזהר, להיות מתוחכמים אה, יותר ממה שהם היו בעבר. ברור שהייתה כאן אה, פשלה מודיעינית. בזמן אמיתי, כשאין לך מודיעין, אתה לא יודע שיש מודיעין שאתה לא יודע אותו. בית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב מוסר כעת את הכרעת הדין של העבריין אבנר הררי בשותפו אבישי בן דוד, המואשמים שהטמינו מטעני חבלה ברכבה של הזמרת מרגלית צנעני. באולם בית המשפט מדווח כתבנו בתל אביב, בן נצר. השופט קבע כי לאבישי בן דוד, שותפו של אבנר הררי, קשר האתי חזק למעשים שיוחסו לו. הטמנת מטען חבלה לזמרת מרגלית צנעני, משום שסירבה להשמיע בתוכניתה ברדיו את שיריו של הררי, וכן הטמנת מטעני חבלה לאיש העסקים מאיר שמיר ולכדורגלן העבר קובי מוסקה. ממש בשעה זו נותן בית המשפט המחוזי את הכרעת דינו של העבריין אבנר הררי למול האישומים נגדו, ובעוד מספר דקות ייקבע אם אכן ביצע את המיוחס לו. עד כאן. ממונה הקורונה, פרופסור סלמן זרקא, יצא הבוקר לאוקראינה על מנת לבחון את יישום ההנחיות לאלפי השבים ארצה מאומן. מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות, 
שי פרידמן. במהלך הביקור בין היממה יבחן זרקה את ביצוע בדיקות הקורונה לפני הטיסה הארצה ויפעל לסיוע בנושאים בירוקרטיים הקשורים בכך. במסגרת המתווה מחויבים השבים לבצע בדיקת קורונה בין היתר באחד משלושת המתחמים שהוקמו אמש באוקראינה על ידי מגן דוד אדום. עד כה נבדקו בהם 2,000 איש, מהם 11% התגלו חיוביים. שר החוץ יאיר לפיד החל לפני זמן קצר את ביקורו המדיני במוסקבה. בפתח הביקור הניח השר לפיד זר בקבר החייל האלמוני וחלק כבוד לחיילי הצבא האדום שנפלו במלחמת העולם השנייה. בהמשך צפוי שר החוץ להיפגש עם עמיתו הרוסי. מדובר בביקור מדיני ראשון ברוסיה מאז הקמת הממשלה, זאת על רקע עלייה במספר התקיפות בסוריה המיוחסות לישראל. על אף שלא הוטל סגר מנתוני יישומון וייז, עולה כי נרשמה ירידה משמעותית בתנועה בכבישים בראש השנה. זאת בהשוואה לשנים שלפני פרוץ המגפה. עם הנתונים, כתבנו לענייני תחבורה מתן לוי. הישראלים נשארו בבית בערב ראש השנה תשפ"א. לפי נתוני יישומון וייז, נרשמה ירידה של 33% בתנועה הארצית בערב השנה החדשה. כמו כן, נרשמה ירידה בתנועה גם בתוך מרכזי הערים. בתל אביב נסעו 38% פחות ביחס לשגרה, ובירושלים נרשמה ירידה של 70% בנסועה העירונית. תחזית מזג האוויר, נאה תחול עלייה בטמפרטורות שתהיינה מעט גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורכת מוריה אסרף וולברג.
רגע, רגע, חבר'ה. מדוע אתם שותקים? מדוע אתם שותקים, רבותיי? מה אתם מחכים?
J.M. in the A.M. Zochreinu l'chaim. Words we add during the first 10 days of the year. A whole bunch of words and phrases we add during the first 10 days of the year, during our tefillot, during our davening, during our liturgy. Make sure you're familiar with that as you embark on a Tzom Gedalia morning. It is a uh, fast day, the fast of Gedalia. On this 9th of September, the 3rd of Tishri, our first J.M. in the A.M. of 5782. Tough Shin Pei Bays. And thank God we've gotten to this point. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Big thank you to all of our supporters, all of our listeners, everybody who makes this show uh, roll on a daily basis. Great to have you out there, and thanks so much for all you do for us. Much appreciated. That I could tell you, much appreciated. Uh, 71 degrees, some showers and thunderstorms, maybe overcast weather and a high temperature of 73 rain this evening, then clearing overnight, a low of 64 sunshine tomorrow, a high 77 degrees, 89 in Yerushalayim, 71 here in New York city. As we say, good morning at JM and the AM, a special hello and Shana Tavato, our friends at the new Springville Jewish center it was an honor being there and an honor leading services again for the 38th consecutive year. Thank you to Rabbi Siegel and President Greenberg and everybody responsible for a uh, really nice Yom Tov. It was really beautiful there. Uh, the weather here was incredible over Yontov, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was incredible. Maybe a drop too humid or hot, but boy, for a uh, for the first week of September, that was a really nice uh, weather experience in this area. I hope wherever you are around the world, you enjoyed the same thing because it was just uh, just beautiful in this area. Over the Chag, Baruch Hashem. Uh, 89 right now in Yushalayim. We're at 71 in New York City here at JM in the AM. Well, we're hitting the road. We are hitting our very first live remote of 5782 is coming up this Tuesday. We are the guests of uh, Rabbi Friedman, Rabbi Yablok, and the staff, administration, faculty, and students of Yeshiva or Yisrael of Tenafly. We are going to be the guests of Yeshiva or Yisrael of Tenafly. We're going to be doing the show there on Tuesday. That would be the 14th, the Tuesday between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So we'll be there on the 14th, please God, between 6 and 9 a.m. So make sure to be tuned in uh, as uh, we get to feature our Yisrael of Tenafly in Tenafly, New Jersey, um, and um, speak with uh, members of the administration, speak to um, um, faculty members, speak to students, I, I would assume. The head of schools are by Scott Friedman. The principals are by Usher Yablok. Uh, the assistant principals are by Alan uh, Soniker. And um, and the Mashkiach Ruchani is by Aaron Cement. And we get to speak with them uh, coming up on Tuesday. So um, those of you who are wondering, hey, when is JM and the AM going back on the road? We'll be there, please, God, on uh, Tuesday, the 14th of September, between 6 and 9 a.m. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Very much looking forward to it. Mark your calendars. And if you're a, a parent or a student or a staff member at Yeshiva Ari Yisrael of Tenafly, Get set. Get set to tune in. I can guarantee you one thing, and that's you won't want to miss it. <laughs> that I can tell you. 
Uh, that that's one thing I can guarantee you. Our friends at Deer Shoe remind you that their vision and inspiration Yamim No Ryan presentation, uh, which included the um, which included the uh, Divrei Torah, included the great music, included the uh, footage from the visit of Chavetz Chaim's Kever and Rodin. It's all available now at DeerShoeCast.org. DeerShoeCast.org. Check it out and enjoy. It's a great way to uh, be inspired between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms remind you that they have a great schedule. Tonight they're open late. Tomorrow they're open till like 5. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Open late in advance of Yom Kippur. Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, New York. Casinofarms.com. They've got it all. Amazing meat section, incredible produce, wonderful bakery, Mechi's Takeout, which is amazing. Uh, fantastic sushi bar, Asi's Fish, the Nut Factory, and so, the Olive Bar, and so much more. Check it out. Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. The best way to prepare for Yontif. Remember, Sukkis is the 20th of September. Today's September 9th. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about, uh, you know, we're talking about right around the corner, as the expression goes. So uh, make sure you have what you need uh, by going to Aaron's Casino Farms and and loading up on your on your needs for Yom Tov. Thursday morning, Tzom Kal, an easy fast to everybody. Here's Mordechai Ben David at JM in the AM.
Keep on giving is right. Thank you, Schlockrock. Keep on giving. 
Our Elul Chesed campaign has turned into a Tishrei Chesed campaign. We have until the 20th of uh, September till Sukkot starts. Over the next 10 days, we're asking people to do random acts of uh, wonderful generosity toward others. Uh, there are people who need help for Yontif like crazy. Um, and you know, you know, we've gone through the list of different things you could do. We've gone through the list of places that we are recommending. We've gone through the list of uh, different options we have where we know every single penny is going to the recipient. Uh, just give. Give and give generously. By the way, I left a message for Rabbi Wealgus. He's going to join us tomorrow morning at JM in the AM. I left a message for him. Um, I said, could you please put a link on the ncsygreatadventure.com website where people can donate tickets uh, for single parents and their families, single parents and their children, because uh, that's who we're concentrating on this year when it comes to Six Flags Great Adventure. Normally, we ask them to put up a link, uh, which says something about um, giving to uh, you know families in need, children who can't afford it, etc. Uh, this year, we'd like that link to go to uh, this this Sukkis. We'd like that link to go to um, single parents and their children who normally would not be able to go to Great Adventure, wouldn't be able to go to a Six Flags uh, normally during Cholamoy. So New Jersey NCSY is going to Six Flags. Cholamoy Tsukis, it'll be one day only on Thursday Cholamoy. Thursday Cholamoy, one day only. Uh, the exclusive NCSY park hours is noon to 5. The roller coaster power hours, which is open to the public, will be 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. The safari's open 10 until three. It's one day only. Cholamoid Sukkis. There are a bunch of options. We recommend you go to the website, see about the parking, see about the um, uh, about the theme park tickets and exactly how it works, the different options you have, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There'll be kosher food available for purchase from Riverdale Kosher Market. The menu's actually online. There'll be a sukkah in the park. No outside food is allowed. We'll go through all these details tomorrow. Uh, and there's a link, obviously, to buy tickets. Uh, I am recommending you go to the website today to check it out. Go to the website today and check it out, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. Uh, teen transportation is mentioned there as well, ncsygreatadventure.com. And we are going to ask, or we have already asked Rabbi Wealgus to um, set up a link. Oh, is this it? Let's see. This might be it. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Uh, I, I remember I had the same problem last year. Um, it's very simple. On the right side of the website, there's a menu. Talks about tickets, FAQ, park information, etc. One of them says donate. And there it says donate a ticket. Please consider donating a ticket to someone this hog. And that's, of course, the link that we are going to encourage people uh, to give tickets, which, which will hopefully go to... Um, uh, which I, I'm sure, once we speak about it tomorrow, we'll go to a single. We we'll prioritize. We'll go to single parents and their children. So that is the uh, that is the story. Um, so that's it. Um, that's all you need to know. Everybody out there has an opportunity to go and have a great time at Great Adventure. But you also have an opportunity to donate a ticket. Go to the menu, which is on the right side of the website, ncsygreatadventure.com. You'll see the word donate. Consider donating a ticket for underprivileged children and their families, <coughs> excuse me, so they can enjoy a wonderful 
cholamoid activity. Yeah. That's what it's all about, frankly. Have a good time, cholamoid. Make sure everyone else is having a good time also, or at least as many people as possible. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav, Zevner Bilsav Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther, Basher Bilsav Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser. <laughs> I feel like I'm always stalling. Uh, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in Devarim, Im yiyad nindachacho b'ktsea shomayim. If by any chance that you are dispersed to the furthermost points in Shemaim, Misham Yikabetzcha, Hashem says from there, I will gather you in, Umisham Yikochecha, and from there I will take you. The Zerashim should ask the question. When we read this Pasuk, it seems to be that there's a double Lashon. First we say, Umisham Yikabetzcha, from there you will be gathered. And then we say, And from there, I will take you in. The Zerashimshan answers that one of the key ingredients that is missing in Golos is Achtus. It is the idea of unity. In our world, there is Machlokas. In our world, there is division. There is fighting. There is arguing. Hashem says, in order to bring the Geula, there has to be achdus. One of the reasons that the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed was because of sinas chinam, baseless hatred, hatred for no reason at all, because you're different, or I'm different, or you think this way, or I think that way. Sinas chinam. Therefore, Hashem says, before the Geula could come, there has to be achdus. So Hashem says, I will gather you together. I will give you the extra siyata dishmaya, the divine assistance, that you will come together ba'achtos and klal Yisrael. And then, in that merit, mishom yikachecha, Hashem says, I will gather you together and I will bring the geula. How important it is that we concentrate on this, particularly at this time of year. There are a number of times when a person could say, there are certain things that I could do to promote achdus, to promote unity. Maybe I could take a step back. Maybe I could swallow my pride. Maybe I could be mavater. Maybe I could be moichol. I can say, okay, this person, they did me a little wrong, but I can overlook it. I can be like Hashem. Mahurachum avata. Just like Hashem is merciful, so should we be. Just like Hashem is forgiving, so should we be. In the schus that we forgive each other, in the schus that we look over maybe something that someone did to us, Hashem Yisbarach will look over that which we didn't do in the correct way. Hashem will be moicholas, and we will all have a shona toiva umesuka. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Sunrise on the hills of Yerushalayim Men and children heading off to shoot Hand in hand they're hurrying to Davin All 
the little kinderlach running off to school. In the classrooms, you can hear the sound of Torah learning all around. In Shemayim, they're counting every word. For soon the battle will be won, our suffering will soon be done, and the chauffeur of Moshiach will be heard. Good morning, Cloud Israel, how are you? Say, don't you know the Geulah has begun? Sing in Yerushalayim when Mashiach comes. Shabbos in the homes of Yerushalayim. Candles burning brightly everywhere. Families gather round the table. Welcoming the angels with a prayer Voices joined in harmony We celebrate her sanctity Our Shabbos has sustained us all along The air is filled with melody The table set majestically For the Shabbos queen We sing our holy song Calls us on the calls of redemption. 
Jam in the AM, a pasuk, a passage quoted often on Yom Kippur, Hanistarot. Um, yes, Lichus, right. Hanistarot done by um, Piamenta here at Jam in the AM. Uh, country Yassi with Good Morning, Claw Yisrael, Thursday morning, Jam in the AM on this 9th of September, 3rd of Tishrei, Tzom Gedalia. Hope your fast is going fast. We'll fast today, Thursday. We'll fast next Thursday on Yom Kippur. And we'll um, remind you that today is uh, one of the days. Today is day three of the Aserah Shumei Tshuva, all the traditional additions for the 10 days of repentance. Make sure you're familiar with those before you embark on a synagogue or private prayer, whatever your uh, situation might be. Uh, a reminder, you could donate tickets to Great Adventure, NCSY. Thursday, Cholomoid is the day they're going down to Six Flags. Thursday, Cholomoid. And these tickets are used for underprivileged families. We're going to make the suggestion tomorrow to Rabbi Ualgis that they be used this year along the lines of what we've been discussing, single parents and their children. Uh, just this one time to emphasize uh, that situation. Um, you can go to uh, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com, get all the information about Thursday Cholomoid, and on the right side, there's a menu. In that menu, it says donate, and it says please consider donating a ticket to someone this Chag. Please, please, please donate. It's $43. That means 10 people, single parents and their kids, 10 people for $430 can go. It means five people can go for um, $215. That's just over $180. Four people, that's right. Four people should be just around $180, right? What would, uh, oh, four people would be less than $180. It would be, um, oh gosh, <laughs> what would it be? $160 plus $12, right? It would be $172 for four people to go to, to Great Adventure. Please consider donating tickets. It is, after all, now our Tishrei Chesed campaign. We're no longer in Elul. We're in Tishrei. So please consider donating a ticket. NCSYGreatAdventure.com. NCSYGreatAdventure.com. Please consider donating a ticket. A reminder that on the Gaia Coffee website, GAIACoffee.com, GAIACoffee.com, when you order for Sukkis or anytime, the incredibly delicious fresh roasted coffee bags that are perfect for use on Yantif, perfect for use on Yantif. Remember, 15% off with promo code radio. 15% off with promo code radio. GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A, coffee.com. 15% off with promo code radio. I mean, order it. If you're a coffee drinker, you'll be very happy you've tried it. I'm telling you, you'll see. You'll be very, very happy you've tried it. Um, oh, I remind you that our friends at Deer Shoe have the um, have the uh, Yamim Norayim presentation, Vision and Inspiration, archived at DeerShoeCast.org. If you want to see the presentation of Gedola Yisrael uh, in preparation for the Yamim Norayim, uh, if you want to see the uh, uh, inspiring Yamim Norayim Nigunim, the footage from the recent trip to the Chavetz Chaim's Kever and Rodden, the brand new music video of Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, it's all part of the video cast, which is available now at DeerShoeCast.org, DeerShoeCast.org, and you can watch that, and it'll certainly, um, it'll certainly increase your uh, 
inspiration this time of year. A big shout-out to our friends at A&H. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman has all the delicious meat you can imagine. You're going shopping in any of the supermarkets around town. You want to make sure to get some delicious A&H hot dogs and all the great meats for Yuntith. Check it out. Seth Levitt and his staff wish everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. A&H is committed to another year of great, delicious, quality products for the community, and we are committed to continue to remind you that there's got to be some A&H in your shopping basket every time you go to the supermarket, no matter which supermarket you're going to. Um, try A&H today and save 10% with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. And don't forget, 15% at GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A, coffee.com, 15% off with promo code radio. Don't forget our friends at Artscroll, uh, free shipping plus discount with promo code radio. Always use promo code radio. That's what we're trying to get across here. Always use Am I being a little too tough? Always use promo code radio. Simple as that. And be generous this time of year. I'm begging you. Be generous. So many people need help now before Yuntif. We are, today's the 9th. Sukkis is the 20th. We're 11 days before Yuntif. Be generous. Be nice. Be kind. Do something nice for everybody. Oh, Ellie says, shout out to all the on the ball Gabayim out there who made sure there was one safer Torah turned to Vayichal this morning. That is a very, very good point. That really is a good point. <laughs> if you didn't have to roll this morning, you've got a good by. let me tell you. <laughs> that is hilarious. <clears throat> and thank you for that, Ellie. And feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app. For Android and iPhone and comment away. And a big thank you to those who donated at fjbunity.org before Yuntiv. A lot of people felt the need, Baruch Hashem, uh, to give something before the Chag, before the end of the year. Much appreciated. Much appreciated, to say the least. Uh, listener Sina is at it this morning. The very first greeting of the brand new year from listener Sina. Good morning. The Gemar Chasimatova. We had a wonderful, meaningful Chag. Baruch Hashem, ours was lovely in Bayswater, a gifter birthday today, my eldest child. Wow, thank you in advance for your ever-present special touch. Mazel tov to the one who started it all, my number one daughter, Shoshana Gifter of Staten Island, celebrating a birthday on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Wow. Thank you for all the nachos you and Yaakov and your beautiful family continue to provide from the day you were born, Labor Day. <laughs> very funny. Right up to this very minute, you are the gift that keeps on giving, and if this all sounds familiar. It's because it just never gets old. Wishing you a fabulous year ahead and many more happy birthdays and good health till 120. With Mitch, with much love, Ema. We know her, of course, as listener Cena, who normally is in the Sunshine State, but insisted on being in the Empire State for the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with uh, our friends from Levanefesh. Oh, 
So 
J.M. in the A.M. with Yaakov Shweki, song entitled Yavo Hayom. Lipa had the song called Trumpets, Chatzotrot. Kihine kachomer Levanefesh words we'll be saying on Wednesday night uh, during Slichus on Kol Nidre night as we are in the Aserashim Shuva, the 10 days of repentance. And I welcome all of you to J.M. in the A.M. on a Thursday morning. Tzom call to everybody, an easy fast fast on this Tzom Gedalia. As we fast today, we'll also be fasting a week from today on um, on Yom Kippur, of course. Well, some of you may have realized the last time our dear friend Yishai Fleischer was on the air, and boy, Yishai Fleischer has been a dear friend for a long, long time. He's international spokesman for the holy city of Hebron, but as you know, for us, he's so much more than that. Not that, that, not that that's not enough, but you get my point. And um, his words are always inspiring. You may have caught the last time that Yishai was on, he he sort of mentioned, and I, and I didn't have a time to really pursue it, how last year he was part of a group of people 
that davened Rosh Hashanah on Harabait, on the Temple Mount. Now, you have to remember, until that conversation, we, or at least I, uh, and if I wasn't, I'd have to assume a lot of people here were not, uh, we were not aware that tefillah was being allowed on Harabait, on the Temple Mount. Normally, even without a sidur, people would be stopped and expelled from Harabait, from the Temple Mount, if, it was, if they were court davening. Only uh, members of the Islamic faith were allowed to pray on Harabayat. Um, but Yishai revealed to us that not only was he there in a quorum of prayer, uh, but they actually had with them people that knew the entire liturgy for Rosh Hashanah by heart. And I, I as somebody who's been doing this for a long time, I could not do that. <laughs> I've been davening for the Ahmed for 38 years. I wouldn't be able to do Rosh Hashanah davening by heart. Now, I, I'd like to find out from Yishai if, if, if this was a duplicate experience this year, if this was somewhat different. Remember, all of this is being done by halachic guidelines. Those of you who, like I used to do as a younger person, would panic when they hear that somebody went up to the Temple Mount. All of this is being done with halachic guidelines, knowing exactly where one can walk and when where can't one, and and knowing where one cannot walk. Also, one of the things we've proven, we one of the things the brave Jews of Harabayit have proven over the last few years is how vital it is that they do visit on a regular basis, uh, both politically and spiritually for the future of our people. It's really important that they do this. With all, with that whole introduction. I say Shana Tova and Gemar Chatima Tova to Yishai Fleischer here at JM and the AM. Yishai Shalom. Shalom, Nachum, how are you? And Shana Tova Matuka and Gemar Tov. Gemar Tov. Um, well, I mean, can I assume that you stayed in the holy city of Jerusalem for the Chag? Remember, everybody, it's two days in Israel as well. And you stayed for two days in Yerushalayim, and that, in fact... Um, uh, the davening that you did, Shacharit, Musaf, etc., was done on the Temple Mount. Yes. Um, um, I'm, I'm pretty much addicted now uh, to, to davening on the Temple Mount on Rosh Hashanah. And, and here's how it went this year. Now, things always are changing a little bit because there's always, you know, more people and less people, and, and, and the police, you know, have this understanding or that understanding. Uh, but this year was uh, m- more than the previous years that I told you about, previous year. This year was, uh, um, there was a lot of people. When I say a lot of people, I'm talking about 20, 25, maybe 30 people uh, for Shacharit of the first day. And what happened was we met at 7 a.m. at the entrance to the Temple Mount, to Harabai. Uh, and there, it's important to know that there's a man today who is one of the great leaders of this movement. His name is Rabbi Eli Weber. Uh, he's the son of a very prominent Haredi rabbi, so he's got kind of uh, uh, like Haredi backing, uh, and he's part of the Zilberman world, although uh-huh. although you know the leadership does not acknowledge it, right. uh, but he is part of that society. In any case, he has uh, he's never told me that, but he clearly has some kind of photographic memory. On top of being a Talmud Chacham, he's got like a photographic memory, and we went up there, and as we went up there, we started doing we started going through the preliminaries, Baruch Shemar, etc. But then he got quickly to the Kriya Shema, and he started saying Kriya Shema out loud. Finally, we get to the, when I say out loud, I mean loud enough to hear, but in hushed tones so it's not overt. Then when we're walking, now we walk walk counterclockwise around the Temple Mount, as you noted, only in the permissible areas. But you'd be surprised at some points how close that can be actually to the golden dome, the, the dome of the dome of the rock, the uh, gold right. dome, or, or the rock, the Evenstia, right? 
Right, the Evan Shtia, which is the foundation stone of, of the world according to Judaism, and that's where, according to most, most rabbis and scholars, the, uh, the Aron HaKodesh sat on top of. In fact, some scholars even showed some of the, some, some of the, uh, the, the rock itself has these, like, uh, cutouts, and they say that's exactly where it was placed. They show it today, but in any case... And, and, in, con- got, and we, in context of yesterday, Akidat Yitzchak as well. That's right. Well, that will be on day two. That, right. that, that happened on... That's right. That's right. On, on the second day we read about the Akidat Yitzchak, and that to me is like when you read that on the Temple Mount on Harabite, you're like, you're, there's only one thing that's close to that, and that is reading Parshat Chayei Sarah next to Mahat That's the only other close feeling to that, but still, the Temple Mount... And, and, and you know that's the the the, the center of the world. Right. In any case, we got to the east side. That means the side of the Temple Mount, which is closest to the Mount of Olives. But it's also there's a stop there where the the Islamic wakf is is at their least strength, and there's the least amount of Arabs or Muslims looking at you. And there, there's a group of police officers who are the yasam, which means like the the enforcers, the real like the real like tough guy, fighter guys, but it happens to be that a lot of them are also kind of religious or Sephardic and kind of, you know, interested in religion, uh, traditional, minimally. In any case, the walk stands far away, and that's when we begin to perform the Shemona Esra uh, uh, of Shacharit, of the first day. Now, now the rabbi, Rabbi Weber, knows it all by heart. Right. Now, he not, not only does it know it by heart, but I have to add to that, that he also knows that there's a special, like, we don't say, Baruch Hashem, Etc. You have to say uh, uh, you have to say a special nusach uh, that that is what you say on the Temple Mount. Adolam, adolam, and like you, you have to say you have to say a special like oh, a- additive. I, I, okay, we need everyone of every age to know this. In other words, there's a special nusach, even on a regular regular weekday Shmona Esrei, a special nusach to Shmona Esrei, a special uh, liturgy to Shmona Esrei, as compared to what we do anywhere outside of the te- Temple Mount. That's right. So not only do you need to know the whole uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah Shmon prayer by heart, you also have to know that additive part, and you have to do it smoothly. And he's doing it in a hushed tone. Uh, and then at some point, um, uh, I ba- I, when we got to the Modin part, I did. I, I was me. I bowed down a little bit too much, Ooh. and the police came over, and the police came over and said, "Hey, hey, hey! No bowing or you know external signals." So we were. External signs of of, of religious uh, uh, of uh, uh, of ritual religious action, but they didn't interrupt us. They didn't stop us. And they, the police kind of went back away, and we kept going. And we finished the whole Shmonesra prayer there. Uh, we were not answering a main because we were doing it in sync with him. Right, he was like the leader. You know, the real old way that it used to be done right. when when you didn't have Tzidurim. That's how Shmonesra was done. So, so. Uh, that was a very moving uh, uh, part. Then we came off the Temple Mount and did the rest at the entrance to the Temple Mount. Ah. Yeah, oh, oh, you know what? Nachum, one more thing. Nachum, I'm sorry because I'm just recalling it all. Sure. One more amazing thing. We went to a little bit of, after we finished Monastery, we walked a little bit further and we were going to get a, a, there's a place where they give a talk usually. And, and Rabbi Weber started talking about the shofar and the centrality of it and, 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 and how we do it on the Temple Mount. And he said, sadly, we can't do it today. But as he said that, suddenly we heard a very clear and loud shofar blast throughout the whole Temple Mount, the whole Harabai. <laughs> and it was coming either from the Kotel or from the Kotel Katan. We don't know. 
but it was very, very clear. And we all just stopped talking and listened very intently as we heard the shofar on the Temple Mount. Uh, and it was it was magical. It was magical. Were you able to uh, Were you able to blow the shofar for the purposes of your gathering at the entrance of the Temple Mount? The way you you know finished davening there. Not on the Temple Mount itself, but we went back down to where uh, uh, where we alight, where we go up the Temple Mount, and right. that's where we gathered and we did the rest of the davening, including um, shofar, including shofar, including shofar. So we did the rest of the prayer like kind of regular style. Right. Uh, at the entrance, but it was the group that had gone up. Right. The previous years, the previous years, uh, I was fortunate enough to be with people who also read the Torah by heart. But of course, there's the lack there that they didn't have a scroll. Here, we right. had a scroll, and we did everything right. Anyway, we did the same thing the next day. I actually missed the the. I did, it's not that I missed it. I, I went to Vatican somewhere else so I could take my whole family to the old city, right. and me and my son went up to the Temple Mount at, at about ten. Uh, and we went up and we just circled around. But then we, it was, it, I, was, I was at the Chorva Synagogue, and I saw Rabbi Eli Weber. And I said, it was, it was about to be 1.30, and my son was with me. My son was, I was with me. And I said, Rabbi Eli, are you now going to Mincha? Because the Temple Mount opens in the afternoon as well. And he said, yes. And we ran down at 1.30. We went up to the Temple oh. Mount again, did the same thing, did the full oh. Mincha. Oh. And... And uh, and I don't know why that was for me this year. That was the highlight. Oh. My son was with me, and we did the full mincha prayer uh, on the Temple Mount. Um, oh, and I wanted to tell you this image that my 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 son and I saw. There was a Jew there wearing a, a kapata or or some jacket of some kind, some some, some Jewish type of jacket, <laughs> and and we saw him open up the jacket. And you remember you remember you know. Sometimes kids, like, you know, for tests, they prepare a cheat sheet. You <laughs> right, know? right. You know? we, he opens up the jacket, we look in, and we see he's got the prayers oh. taped onto the inner, inners of his jacket. Oh. He's literally he's literally sneaking a prayer, okay? He's, he's, he's got, this is a Jew. He's got, he's got it on the inner lining of his jacket, and he, and he looks in just to, just to make sure that he's got it all right. So oh, on, the, on the inner lining of his jacket, which is, on the one hand, you know, very sad. Oh, my God, yeah. like a Jew yeah. has to sneak there. It's pathetic. On the other hand, you know, and, my, you know, my parents are from the Soviet Union, and so, you know, that, you know that, those times they had to sneak see Durim or whatever into Russia. You guys were involved in that, uh, that kind of stuff. And just to see a Jew having to do that, on the one hand, was sad. But on the other hand, both Elazar and I got a real kick out of it because it made us feel like, you know, the Jewish people, we do our thing. We're going to keep doing our thing. And, 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 you know, right now, the Temple Mount is it's being allowed more and more to pray up there, and, and Jews are just taking that opportunity. Even though we're not allowed to have a Sidur, somebody found, found a way. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, it was it was unbelievable, and I have some good friends who like go to Uman to be you know at Rabbi Nachman's tomb, and and I I don't diss that. That's you know I understand that spiritual getaway. I can understand where that's from, but for me to be uh, at the place uh, of the foundations of the world uh, and and to pray up there the way we used to pray and to do it again and to uh, fulfill what it says Hashem ba that God's eyes are upon the land from the beginning of the year to the end of the year and to be at the beginning of the year uh, uh, with fellow courageous Jews uh, who, who are not afraid and, and who, who see you know what was it and what sh- shall be uh, and are part of, of, of reigniting that 
uh, with with even though they have to sneak a prayer. Uh, that that was just again an awesome experience. And you come off the Temple Mount, and it's like, do you know like days that you're out on the beach and you were just a little bit too much on the beach and you feel yourself your skin radiating right. the heat. I call that. You get the same thing, but it's on your soul. You come out with a spiritual spiritual suntan. You are like, I can still feel it right now. It's just, it's just like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh, it's such a high. You say you're unbelievable. Uh, and all right, we, we have so no, much. We have so we, we have so much to unpack here. First of all, I I, do, I appreciate the fact that you get it. I don't get the Uman thing, but that's a separate conversation. We could do that another time, maybe when you visit us. Uh, can I assume that anybody who went in this group still? Uh, goes through the ritual experience that's necessary before going up, going to the mikvah, etc. Are those regulations still sure. still? It's all still in place. And, and, sure. you, and go to, you, you go to the mikvah. You go to the mikvah um, before Rosh Hashanah, or some people could even go on Rosh Hashanah, but you have to do it like uh, like with with a full mikvah experience. Right. You need to save to clean your belly button, comb right. out your hair, etc., so that there's no knots because this is a different level of going to the mikvah. Um, so that's that's how you have to do it. Rabbi Tendler, Rabbi Moshe David Tendler says to do it uh, the, the best way is before Shkia, before sunset on the previous day. Other people don't hold that way. I, I try to do it, if I can, before Shkia. Um, so you go up there, and you also have to wear your nice clothes uh, because you're supposed to, according to the halakha, you're not supposed to wear clothes that are that are uh, uh, fitting for that, yeah, for that, for that, for that, uh, for that uh, you know, event that that place you know uh, that, that are holem uh, as we say in Hebrew that are on that level uh, and you're not supposed to go to places that you're not allowed to go to right uh, so you have to be careful to to go to the right places Yishai Fleischer is with us he spent Rosh Hashanah basically on Harabayit <laughs> if you, if you on, the, on the Temple Mount if you ask him uh, where he really spent Rosh Hashanah, he may have a different answer. Uh, but as far as we're concerned, he spent it on the Temple Mount. Ayishai, there are those who, um, I mean, you know, I don't, know to, I don't know to tell you, but I'll remind the audience that there are those uh, Jewish leaders uh, who are, um, uh, you know, making uh, the type of progress that you are uh, describing, who have um, suggested um, not, to, uh, not to in any way, um, how should I put this, not to in any way, um, demean other religions that might be utilizing the Temple Mount at this point, uh, but to get to a point where all religions, at the minimum, where all religions can uh, go ahead and pray freely uh, up on the Temple Mount. And this came to mind, and I would love for you to give your translation, I'd love for you to give your impressions of this pasuk when, um, from Isaiah, this passage from Isaiah, um, in the context of you experiencing this Temple Mount experience, this Rosh Hashanah, and I, you know, I have for the Amud, I'm leading services, and uh, every year, you know, you come up with with something that you either didn't realize before or you don't, uh, you know, appreciate until it hits you. And yesterday, I'm saying to myself, it is the, it is the final paragraph of Musaf. It is the final paragraph of Musaf. I mean, this is it. This is the you know the this is the final time. That, that all of us together, both in the sanctuary where we all are individually and collectively as an Am, as a nation, will be pleading to God uh, in regard to the upcoming year, right? Uh, not nearly as many people are davening mincha that, you know, later that day. We're talking about uh, you know, people, men, women, everybody in our community who are paying tremendous attention uh, at the end of Musav, especially because a lot of synagogues and most traditions have chauffeur blowing. 
at the very end of Musaf. So you can imagine this is a crescendo of the entire service. And what is that paragraph about? You should look at it, folks. Look at the translation. It discusses the way it discusses the way we pine for an existence that includes the Temple Mount as the central part of our nation and of every nation, obviously not just the Temple Mount, but the building that should be on the Temple Mount. So I turn to you, Yishai, for your comments regarding this pasuk. Vahaviosim el har kodeshi v'simachtim bevet tefilati olotehem v'zivchehem l'ratzon al-mizbechi kiveti beit tefila yikarei l'chol ho'amim. What are you thinking of the day after being on the Temple Mount for Rosh Hashanah when those are the words included in the final paragraph of our Musaf prayer? Yeah, and we, you know, and we sing that song, you know, you know, like we make a big thing out of that paragraph, and it is, it is a messianic vision. It is a, a vision of what it will be in the end of time, and that's a general Jewish vision. We don't have a particularist. You know, Mashiach is just for the Jews. We have a vision of a, of a world lighting up uh, from the light that, that will come forth from Jerusalem. Uh, but but it, it will be a house of prayer for all nations, but that does not mean it belongs to all nations or that all nations, right. you know, control it or, or make it happen. It's, right. like, it's like your house. If, I, right. if you invite me to your house, I'm sure I'm going to get great food and, a, and great singing and a great time. And you are the sponsor of that. You are going to be welcoming me in, and I'm going to have a great time at your house. Right. And then great things could happen. But if we say, oh, that house is everybody's house, well, then, then it's going to be a big mess, and, and nobody's going to know who's in charge and, and who's going to provide and who's going to do everything. We, we, we are the, uh, the medium for a, a great thing for all nations. We invite all the nations. God invites all the nations to give homage to the God of Israel, and that's going to happen at the end of time. And this is— That a- doesn't mean— Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's 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 it, it, Jerusalem is it, it's our. We are the sovereigns there. The Temple Mount is our priests are in charge of it, and there are places that the non-Jews are supposed to go up until. And then there's parts of that we say, you know, you can't go past this point. Uh, and and so, but but that 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 particular particularism leads to universalism because that way everybody could come and enjoy and connect with the God of Israel. And, and we welcome that, you know, and I guess that's also the tension between like Sukkot, which is a, a holiday, a pilgrimage holiday where all the nations are supposed to come up and, and be pilgrims to the God of Israel. And then that last day, which is reverts back to, it's just a Jewish thing. Like Shemini Sarah, it's just us. It's just us and him. Yeah. So we are the civil servants, but we're in charge of, this is our temple. We're in charge of it. And yes, we want all the nations to come and, and, and give their thanks and their connection to God. And we want to facilitate that. That's the word. We are the facilitators of that relationship. But we still, we still have to be the, 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 the controllers and the, the, and the, and the priests of that place. Yeah, yeah. the Balabite, that's exactly it. Yeah. we we got to be the Balabite so that Hashem himself will be the Balabite, and then the rest of the nations can come. And, of course, we welcome that. And, and, and you could see that Jews to this very day, if, any, if anybody's curious, if any non-Jew wants a part of it, we, 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 you know, we, we go out of our way to explain and connect them. Uh, but, of course, if somebody wants to replace us, and that's what's happening on the Temple Mount today, where they're not saying, oh, let, you know, let's Jews and, and Islam come together. That's not what's going on there. They want to replace us and say, we are the ones who are not welcome there. 
Well, that I think that that kind of, frankly, jihadism is the thing that should not be welcomed. Well, agreed. It just uh, it seems, based on your experience, that that what you just described is changing a little bit. That what you just described is yes. finally progress is being made. Well, yes, and that's and that's on the you know that's the stiff neckedness of the Jewish people, the tenacity. Uh, and by the way, the New York Times wrote about yep. this phenomena about two weeks ago. Yep, I have the uh, article. You know, yep. So I told Rabbi Weber, I said to him, listen, they're writing about it in the New York Times, the most important newspaper in the world. And he said to me, well, this is the most important place in the world. Like, they're right. Yep. They're right to talk about this. Uh, so Jewish prayer is coming back, and, 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 and I think that means that, uh, that the world is starting to tilt towards, towards, uh, towards completion, towards health. It doesn't always feel that way, uh, but at least, as, le- as you said at the beginning, at least uh, one corner uh, of the world is starting to t- tilt in the right direction. It's funny because they still, the New York Times, you know, have to write about the division, have to write about the uh, uh, the, the hot spot that the Temple Mount is, and like, you know, even talk about stiff-necked. They, they can't make the adjustment that ultimately it's going to be a place of peace. A place of love, a place that you know that nations will gather and have common interests. Uh, you know, they 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 haven't read the prophets yet. They just haven't gotten to that point. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and there and there is there is and, and sometimes you get a whiff of it. Oh, you know who you know. And now you were just reminded me the first day, um, Rabbi uh, Rabbi Yehuda Glick was there also. Right. Sure. And and he's a famous Temple Mount activist, and he's right. got this fire red hair. I'm right. talking about it's so bright, right. and I'm even colorblind, and it <laughs> just stands out to me. And uh, and he's up there, and as we're leaving the Temple Mount, he starts he starts blessing the Muslims at the top of his lungs, and with the most with the most a genuine way. It was it all not a fake thing. He was blessing them. He was saying, you know. It, it, you know, this is a place of prayer, and you understand that, and, and we're together, have a Shana Tova. And then there was some dude right next to me who was, like, photographing us for the Islamic walk for the Islamic uh, trust up there. Right. And he was clearly uh, not friendly. He had he had a face on which was uh, angry, and he was taking photographs of us. So I go to, to Rav Yehuda, I said to him, Yehuda, this guy right here needs one of your blessings. <laughs> and he just turns to him and just... I go, and he just turns to him and he gives him the most genuine, authentic blessing. I think I may have seen a smile crack at the end <laughs> of the lips. I'm not sure, <laughs> but he may he may have he may have just slightly smiled. Uh, but in any case, that's the, that's that that goes to what you're saying, which is uh, yeah. and Rav Yehuda Glick is maybe the the master of that, which is to. Bring you know, bring the blessings to to the world and to the nations, and to bring them into into a connection with the God of Israel. Yeah, I, I I have a, I have a couple of uh, examples, comparisons that I'd love to give that, that are actually between me and you, ba- based on some classic movies about how all of a sudden you know something hits somebody, all of a sudden they realize what's going on, and I have a feeling that that's how the nations of the world are going to react when they realize that at that uh, God, the one above. Uh, is uh, is in fact in charge of the entire world, and th- this whole concept of the world anointing him as king, as uh, abstract as it sounds, and as difficult as youngsters as it is to understand it, as I get older, it sounds more and more realistic, frankly. And I think that that's I think that's why some of the things in davening yesterday actually hit me the way they did. 
Like we're not that far. Mm-hmm. We're not that far away from it. You know, we we have, we have seen the prophecies start to come true now for decades, uh, and even more than that. If you if you really analyze the way history has gone over the last couple of hundred years, and uh, every day it seems, and you're proof positive of it. Uh, we're just seeing more and more of them, uh, uh, you know, start to come true, and it should just keep on happening. I, I discussed with you and many others on these on this show over the last twenty years. Uh, whether we'll have true sovereignty over Harabite, over the Temple Mount during our lifetime. And you and others have said to me that you believe the answer is yes. And, you know, that as skeptical as I am, it sounds like it's becoming more and more of a reality, thank God. Authentic things, you know, uh, they just ring true, and they crack through in the end things that are uh, not authentic and... and um, there's something unstoppable. Why is it? I told my son, Elazar, we he's 10 years old. He was up there with me. I said to him, why, why do these Arabs look scared a little bit, like when we're walking? We're like a group of like 20, 30 people. There are like hundreds of people up here. We're a tiny country. They have 400 million right. of, 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 their, of their people. Like, why would they even be scared? It's just like, it's like absurd. Right. I said to him, the only reason is, is that they sense, they know that we're coming, and they know it's unstoppable because they know that the God of Israel is true, and they just sense it. They understand it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter. It's a question of time. It's not a question of everything else because it's true. It's authentic. It's and it's 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 you know it's, it's organic. It's real, and it it can't in any way be stopped. And and even Jews themselves are oftentimes afraid and and and, and antithetical and give yeah. us a hard time, all kinds of stuff. But like. It's just en malasot. That's why I always, I always say to them, like, en malasot, this, this is a movement that is just, the truth of it will, and then, and then great people like Rabbi Weber, like, just, just you know, you know uh, connect to it and suddenly help us lead the movement forward. And it's just, it's just natural. It's just true. And, and, and I think more and more Jews are also envision, envisioning the temple in their lives. And that's why I also give kudos to organizations like the temple, uh, the, the, um, Temple Institute, yeah. and, uh, and others. Today, Mechon Mikdash. there are others. I, I've been part of lecture series of two different organizations that teach about Temple Mount uh, uh, history, Temple Mount consciousness, Temple Mount prayers, Temple Mount holiness. There's like two competing organizations now that are teaching you. I, I was part of the Kapot Hamanul organization classes. It's like, you see what I'm saying? It's becoming more and more... Normative and right. in our minds, it's it's the imagination is 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 holding it more and and wants it more, uh, and so it, it that 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 movement's going to move forward. And so much of the world wants to become secularized and and not to believe in God in general. And somehow here in Israel, you see that, to, and you see so many children go up to the Temple Mount, and you see how pure and how how connected they are. And so so that stuff gives me a lot of hope. Even though I see a lot, I'm not pessimistic, but I see a lot of things that the state of Israel is doing today that is self-destructive. Speaking of Tzom Gedalia, like I see a lot of self-destructive, regressive actions that we're taking that weaken us and weaken our resolve and weaken our rights and weaken our narrative. Uh, But still, I look at the young people and I see these movements and I say, man, like, like the future is assured, we are heading in the right direction. Yishai, not not judging one way or the other, but I'm sure the audience is curious. Where will you be spending Yom Kippurim? Yom Kippurim, I will be here in Gush Etzion, probably at the Chabad House downstairs from my house, <laughs> uh, just because I find I find Yom Kippur to be you know because of the fasting and everything else and the kids, right. and I want them part part of the thing. I just I just find it to be easier to be local. Do you think um, uh, Do you think but, Rabbi Weber will be on Harabai at Yom Kippurim? 
for sure. For sure. And that, mean, and that means that he'll be leading. Well, again, we don't know because we don't know if he'll be up there for Musaf or not. But but it's possible that he'll be leading the the crowd, whatever number of people are there with him, with the words of Akonim Vaham Haomdim Baazara and discussing yeah. what happened on Yom Kippurim, almost literally on the spot where he's standing. Uh, you're making me think that maybe I should go back to uh, to to. to, to I'm, I'm, you're, you just made you just you just. You just made, yeah. I told you. I told you. I told you. I'm not. I told you. I'm not judging. I'm just curious. That's all. Yeah. I just. I also want to. I. I want to just to say that I stayed. I. I didn't. Uh, for for Rosh Hashanah, I stayed at the uh, on the Mount of Olives, uh, in the community of Malaise team at my good friends the Wanders, right. Josh and Tali Wander. We stayed at their house on the Mount of Olives. These are. This is a community of brave Jews. It takes about 20, 25 minutes to walk from the Mount of Olives to. Uh, to the Kotel Plaza and to the Temple Mount entrance, um, and just great Jews there with a lot, a lot of heart, a lot of love uh, for Yiddishkeit. They live with holiness on a much higher level than than so many of us. Uh, and they did invite me for Yom Kippur, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe. And, that, uh, and that's your old. That's your old neighborhood, right? Yeah, that's my old right. neighborhood. And and who knows? I, I after after this Rosh Hashanah, I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it, it's it's uh, seriously, uh, seriously, Nachum. It's it's a it's a different level of kedusha. It just is. It's just a different. It's just living close to the Temple Mount, living on the Mount of Olives, or in the old city, as my, as my other friends do, the Eisenmans. It's just a different level of kedusha. It's just, it, it's just it's just like it's just like the Mishnah says, there are different levels of kedusha, and you just like you're in a a, a a a different circle. It's just like a different thing, and the people are different, and you're just. You're just closer, you know. What I mean, it's it's um, it's 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 hard on the day to day, but on the holy days, on Shabbat and, and other things, and the challenges from 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 uh, you know the challenges of of transportation and the trans- challenges of the Arabs around and stuff, but uh, uh, but the kedusha level is just it's a different scale. And uh, if you once you once you get a taste of it, and that's what you're yearning for in this world. It's um, it's hard to give up. Yeah, you're amazing. Gemar Chatimatova, Shana Tova to you and your entire family, and uh, thank you for keeping us connected. Because uh, but, especially, but but, but I but I but I want to say that kedusha is for all Jewish people, and and Hashem calls to us to come up three times a year, and Hashem is there to send us blessings, and and it's not for the elite. It's not an elitist thing. It's not for those people who are living in Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim or the Mount of Olives. It's 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 not for that. It, it, those people are shlichim, and they're and 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 we are broadcasting it throughout the Jewish people and then throughout the world, like you were talking about. And you're doing a shlichut by sending it out to Jews to even think about these topics. And I just, I, it's so important for me to say it's not an elitism thing. It's not like haha, here I am and you're not there. It's not like that. We're all part of something amazing we are in an amazing generation and an amazing time and we should all feel like after hearing you know what 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 you and i just discussed we shouldn't like fall down in our you know have a fall and say wow i'm so far away from that no you know we are part of this great thing and if and if you heard that a jew prayed on the temple mount uh, in Yerushalayim, like be like wow my my prayer was channeled through that we are part of that and if, if you had the sort of being at at, at Nachum Siegel's uh, synagogue and hearing him daven for the Amud, even with those thoughts it's like it just you channeled it to New York and channeled it to the whole world, 
And I just, I just want to say that we're all together in this. That's what I'm trying to Look, say. We're we, all part of building. The, the Shlichet Sibor all say it yesterday in Hineni, that you know that we, we are praying that our collective prayers, that we are just one of thousands and thousands of Shlichet Sibor, even more during Corona, frankly, because there's so many more Minyanim, <laughs> that, that collectively our prayers are you know hopefully going to reach the one above. So, yeah, it's part, we're all part of one family. Uh, just, just, you got to be, uh, at the heart of the matter. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That's right. Um, That's also I have to add one thing and you I know I'm holding you way longer than I intended to. And I apologize. I, I have to add one other thing on this fast day. Uh, and I'm just mentioning that because I <laughs> just stressing how much we're inconveniencing you. Um, the, the, I have described with you on the phone, the disconnect that has occurred because of the, uh, of the plague because of the Magefa because of the uh, pandemic that has uh, affected the world and has kept Jews in Chutzlaaretz on a uh, unfortunately on too regular a basis compared to what th- the way things used to be where at least a good number of Jews would travel to Israel semi regularly some not so regularly but you get my point uh, there was always plans to go to Israel even those who are you know who couldn't afford it but they had a vision of you know I'm going to save up for this or aim to go for this holiday etc 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 uh, it's obvious, and I, I'm not going to go into detail now, yet yet another conversation that hopefully we'll have when you visit us here or we visit you there, uh, but it's obvious to me from some of the things that are happening and listening to some of the leaders here uh, among the Orthodox Jews, um, it, it's obvious that this, that disconnect has deepened uh, terribly and that uh, we are thinking so much less about Israel and our brothers and sisters in Israel, and we are less focused on Israel being the future of the Jewish people and getting way too comfortable, believe it or not. I know I know you're probably thinking, wait, Nahum, one, one can get even more comfortable than, than New York and New Jersey Jews were when I left, meaning you. Hey, trust me, we're getting even more comfortable, uh, even in this crazy environment here, uh, because of our separation from the Holy Land. So it's not only praying together, being together for the Chag in the spiritual manner that you just described, but we desperately, desperately as a community, need to refocus our priorities and refocus our vision toward the Holy Land. And whatever we can do to do that at this point, I am telling you, it is it is going to have terrible future ramifications if we don't right this wrong of how separated we've been, not just physically, but spiritually during this pandemic. And that's all I have to say. Are you still there, Yishai? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I, I, I wanted to say, are you, are you, like from from like from from another perspective, I've seen a lot of Jews have a great yearning for Eretz Israel because they've been locked out. Um, are you saying that you think that in, in another way, like because they've been locked out, they kind of like a little bit forgot and a little no, bit I, 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 I think, deeper into America? I, I think we may be talking about, you know, I don't want to say two different groups. That wouldn't be fair. But I think at the same time, while many of us continue to yearn, and I mean, thank God I've had the privilege of being there, so I'm a big shot saying this, but there are many people who, you know, until I got there, like me, were, were very, very much focused on getting there and couldn't take the fact that we weren't able to travel into Israel. I think both people from that group, some of them, and those who normally, you know, have somewhat of a regular separation from Israel, I think both groups have drifted uh, further away, and and I, I think that this, this this whole separation is getting us to be less focused. Those of us who who woke up every morning just needing to know how our brothers and sisters are in Israel 
and what's happening to the collective Jewish people living in Israel, I feel, again, based on hearing Jewish leaders speak in this part of the world, I feel even that sensitivity is waning as we are separated by the pandemic. Well, you have your finger on that pulse, and if that's true, that is that is uh, catastrophic, and we have to we have to remedy the, remedy that. Uh, maybe, maybe though. On the other hand, I've got this feeling like it's though there's like a finger in the dam, and and the water is is building up, and when this thing breaks, there's going to be such a yearning, such a thirst to connect with Eretz Israel and connect with what's going on here. Uh, but on the other hand. You know what? I take your words very seriously, yeah. and I'm going to redouble my personal efforts to make more videos and more things that help people like see the situation and, and see the land and see the good and see the bad and just be connected to it. Um, this, is, uh, this is a serious thing that you're saying. I can tell you that I just got off the phone a few minutes before we, we came on together uh, with, my, with my friend Jeff in Australia, and he told me that not only do they have a lot of restrictions there, but they're not being allowed to leave. You're not allowed to fly out of Australia. You have to get a permit to fly out, and it's months to get that permit, and they have to agree that you deserve that permit. I haven't heard of anything like that since my parents described uh, their life in the former Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, we, can't, we want to go to Eretz Israel. We're literally not even allowed to, even if we could. And so uh, that, and, and the state of Israel itself is, 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 is also keeping a lot of people away. Um, I think... I think I know my friends that are tour guides are crying, you know, and just saying this is so wrong. So many people want to come in and connect. And I think we've got to find every header, medical and otherwise, to, to be able to come uh, and reconnect with one another. So the, the separation is, is, as you're saying, as you're portraying, is, is, is really cataclysmic for us. And, and we can't exist without one another. And we can't exist. Jewish people cannot exist without their connection to Yerushalayim in this time. And and seen from that perspective, this 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 uh, COVID is. Uh, have you ever noticed, by the way, that the word COVID sounds like COVID, especially like <laughs> like like maybe you know what I mean? Maybe we had a little bit too much COVID for ourselves, and we we got this thing, uh, and we didn't we didn't take seriously Hashem's COVID. Uh, so um, you know, it's funny. I got to interrupt you for a second because what you just described, I, I thought both the past leader of the state of Israel and the current leader of the state of Israel, I thought both of them had a sensitivity to what you just said. Uh, I, I would guess, though, that even if they do, and even if they under, and even if they do understand that what you're saying is right, politically they probably just can't get away with implementing what needs to be implemented. I would guess. You mean opening up the borders yeah, more? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure why Israelis, Israelis would be happy, the Israeli economy would be happy, um, look, you know, I got to tell you, this COVID discussion is so heated; it's crazy. Uh, but I, 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 I side on on the side of uh, more leniencies, less worries. And my my ultra orthodox friends, uh, I think, have shown the way of less being crazy about this. If you could get vaccinated, good. You know, I wouldn't give it to young kids. That's me. I'm not giving it to my my young kids. But also, just we have to we have to calm down the hysteria. We have yeah. to calm down the hysteria. The world's not coming to an end. It's going to be okay. And, and we, as Jewish people, have faced uh, uh, pandemics and, and, and evil governments and, and, and persecutions and the Holocaust, and still we do what we and, do. And, we've uh, lear- and, and unfortunately, we've learned to live with all of them. Right. Okay. But we learned to live with them by doing our thing, by yeah. keep doing our thing, yeah. and, and not by interrupting uh, those things. So Correct. we have to keep the, the flow going. 
and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to I'm going to take your words very literally, literally and seriously, and I'm going to do my best to up the 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 effort to broadcast from here uh, videos and, and showing people and, and giving people. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not joking. I'm taking it very seriously. What you're saying. By the way, feel that. Anyway. By, by the way, is Rabbi Weber speak English? <laughs> no, I'm not. Because I'll, 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 because <laughs> I will tell you that that and excuse me for saying it this way, folks. But you know, give me a break. Uh, his crowd in the United States could use could use some videos. Uh, I get that. I get that. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm going to go up there and 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 do it. I'm going to do it more. Nachum, and, and there's other people. And off, off, off our conversation, uh, I'll, I'll give you other numbers of folks that are involved that speak great English, who, who know their stuff, who know their Torah as well. It's 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 also a very Torah movement. It has a, it has an element of of uh, of you know resistance, the resistance of, of of the control of the Temple Mount and stopping us from prayer. And ha- but but at its heart, it's a loving movement and a, and a, root, a Torah a movement rooted in Torah to to get closer to Hashem. That's in the end the. That's the end of the purpose of a Jew, to be a channel for Hashem, to be closer to Hashem, to do Hashem's will, and to, and to help the world come to that consciousness. How, how, significant, how significant that we had this conversation on Tzom Gedalia. Anybody who reads the history of Tzom Gedalia could hopefully appreciate the fact that, uh, that the, the stages of Jewish history are critical. Uh, we even have fast days sometimes when they become really critical. Uh, and, uh, and we need to uh, utilize the ability that we have right now not just to... Uh, uh, to change Jewish history, but to advance Jewish history in a very positive manner. And you've described a lot of that this morning. Yishai, I can't thank you enough. God bless you, Nachum. Keep broadcasting. Keep it up. Let's, let's keep, 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 keep being a shlich tzibur in, in, in all the ways. Appreciate that very much. Shana Tavao Metukai. Yishai Fleischer, spokesperson for the um, uh, Jewish community of Hebron, but so much more than that. And when he mentioned to me privately that he'll be uh, Rosh Hashanah on the Temple Mount, I said to myself this morning, you think he'd go on the air and just let us know how it was? <laughs> and he sure did. <laughs> he sure did. Som Gedalia, easy fast to everybody. I hope it's going well so far. Uh, I hope it's a fast, meaningful, and uh, easy fast for everybody on this Som Gedalia. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tzom Gedalia morning. <laughs> Our first JM in the AM of 5782 with a big thank you to Yishai Fleischer for joining us. If you missed any of it, you got to check out the archive, everybody. Future of the Jewish people. It's a big, big topic. You got to hear what he has to say. 
Uh, plenty coming up. Live lunch at 11 a.m. Make sure to join us. And Mark Zamek with a Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show. Brand new at 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, 10 a.m. tomorrow as well. All brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Make sure to check it out and have a fabulous Thursday and an easy fast. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.